0: you to another exciting edition of Eddie's 366 movies in 366 days. It is January 31st and uh, today would have been my dad's 80th birthday if he was alive um, which is huge in a way. 80 is uh, quite the age but unfortunately he's no longer with us and he was such a, a western fan that uh I couldn't really find one that I wanted to watch I tried scouring But uh, I found one that I hadn't seen And it was a little bit of a compromise Because I'm a huge fan of comedies as well As everything else that I'm a fan of And I decided to combine the two To check out 1974's Blazing Saddles Torn from the fiery pages of the mightiest annals of the West, comes the Supreme Saga in the great tradition of frontier drama. Francis. saddle he wore a shining star his job to offer battle to bad men near and far what's your name well my name is jim but most people call me jim well do your best (laughs) let's see where were we Oh, Rock Ridge. Rock Ridge. I want that land. Clumsy fool. I'm sorry. Wait a minute. There might be a legal precedent. Of course. Land snatching. see, Land. 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 Sea snatch. Uh-huh. Hello, handsome. Is that a 10-gallon hat? Just sign this, sir, right here. Okay, give us a hand here. All right, sir. Work, 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 work. Okay, folks, let's wipe out. The heroic sheriff rallies his citizens in the wildest finish the West has ever seen, or the movies have ever shown. Ow! Oh, ow! Have you ever seen such cruelty? All right, so as I said, we're checking out *Blazing Saddles*, which uh, has a little bit of a, some controversy behind it, but it was written and directed by Mel Brooks. It also stars Mel Brooks as well, but uh, nonetheless, the film stars Clevod Little as Bart. A, it's hard to describe who he is because he's—I don't think he's a slave, but he's a—he's a rail wo- railroad worker who is working on the, the railroad rail wow railroad to go west. I'm I'm gonna be talking I'm gonna talk like Lily von Stopp. The railroad. Hello. Welcome to my womb. Um sorry, I had to do that. But anyway, so uh they come up on a problem when they're working on the railroad, right? Slim Pickens plays Taggart. He is the uh man over overseeing the 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 Asians and the blacks that are working on the railroad and uh say I said it right that time but uh anyways so he they discover a problem this quicksand so they need to go through a town that is up ahead and it's called Rock Ridge okay and the only way they can do it is they got to create a ton of chaos and get either sp- I guess either slaughter everybody that lives there until they until everybody runs away or scare the shit out of them until everyone runs away. When it's not exactly working, Taggart goes back to the slimeball Hedley Lamar, who I believe is the lieutenant governor, I want to say chief of staff I don't really know I can't remember what he is but I know he's under the governor Uh, but he's played by the great Harvey Corman and the town reaches out and they say they need a new sheriff because their sheriff is uh, I believe is dead and they get the idea that if they hire a black sheriff the town will surely like They believe that it's going to make everybody go nuts to the point that they run away. That's what they think. That's what their little minds think. So they hire Cleavon, Little's character, Bart, and they make him the new sheriff of Rockridge. Well, Bart isn't just going to sit there and allow this to happen in the town. He wants to be a great sheriff. He wants to make a difference. And with the help of Gene Wilder, the amazing, amazing, as always, Gene Wilder. I love Gene Wilder. They together will battle Headley Lamar's attempts at trying to ruin Rockridge. So yeah, that's what the uh so that's basically the movie. Uh I loved Madeline Kahn as Von Stupp. Welcome to my womb. How can I help you, Sheriff? You know it's. It was some great stuff. I loved it. Um, the movie garners a lot of controversy, and I even thought about this the other day. And I was thinking about this, and I remember when Quentin Tarantino released Django Unchained. There was a lot of complaints over the the amount of the usage of the of the n word, and I was like, "Okay, but the film depicts a certain era you know in history, right well at least they tried to make it as historically correct as possible, right at least that's what I believe, and so they're doing that. But then I watched this movie and I'm like, how do people have a problem with Django Unchained, but they don't have a problem with Blazing Saddles? I didn't realize that two years ago, well, it'll be two years next December or whatever, uh, but a couple years back, I didn't know that Whoopi Goldberg ended up defending Blazing Saddles. And she makes a great point right there is there is such a good point to what she says. um I want to just read part of what she said, like the beginning part. so th- the reason this came up basically is is Mindy Kaling went on the view, and she tried to say that the office is something that would never be made today because of uh how inappropriate it is, and then they tried talking about films that would never be made because of the amount of racism and how they believe that Blazing Saddles went too far because of its satire of racism. And Whoopi ended up defending the film saying, it deals with racism by coming at it right straight out front, making you think and laughing about it. Because listen, it's not just racism, it's all the isms. He hits all the isms. Blazing Saddles, because it's a great comedy, would still go over today. There are a lot of comedies that are not good, okay? We're just going to say that. That's not one of them. Blazing Saddles is one of the greatest because it hits everybody. But the thing that that made a good point was what she brought up later, right? Because she talks about All in the Family, right? Because I guess Joy, Joy Behar brought up Carol O'Connor's On The Family. And she said, you take away Archie's bigotry, you don't have a character. That's who he was. And that's the way you're supposed to look at people. If everybody was perfectly wonderful and appropriate, then you'd never learn about these other people who exist. That's the purpose of art. To expose you to all aspects of human beings... Why would you want to take away the beauty of watching Archie Bunker make a fool of himself? Which is so true. That, that is the point of the art. Is to show you that in this world, okay, that you like to think is perfect or you want to make it perfect, which is unrealistic and it's an unrealistic goal. It's never gonna happen. Let's face it, never gonna happen. The, these snowflakes can do whatever they want, but you're never gonna make this world perfect, right? But the purpose of the art is to show you that there are shitty people out there in this world, man. And it's and that's the thing. You watch it and you see how shitty somebody can be, and you're like, damn. You know, I didn't know somebody was that bad right so that's the big lesson that can be learned from all this um anyways back to the movie of course you know there's so much to so much to unpack on on, on this film uh first of all gene wilder dude you guys got to give it up for gene wilder this guy was one of my favorite favorite human beings on the planet. I don't know what it is. Ever since I saw Charlie and the Chocolate Factory or is it Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory? I can't remember. But anyway, it's one of those with Gene Wilder. I was just blown away and then and then his films that he did with Richard Pryor. I watched as a kid. And uh well, I remember Hear No Evil See No Evil. That was the one that I that I watched. And I just always thought Gene Wilder's terrific. Guy is terrific, and then watching them him in this, I, I just loved it. You know, he had uh, he had this certain way. His character had this way of being cool, calm, and collective. You know, without act, having to act like a tough cowboy. You know what I mean? Like it just was great. Cleavon Little, absolutely amazing in this film. Um and I love the fact that, you know, here's the thing. You gotta love the fact that they point out how stupid racist people are. That is one of the big things in this film is they point out how dumb racist people really are. Right? There's that scene when when uh Cleveland's character finally makes it to Rock Ridge and Everybody's got their guns pointed on him. And he just like puts his hand over his own mouth. And he's like, you know, don't anybody move. I'll shoot him. Right? And all of a sudden people are just like, oh shit. And they don't realize it's him. You know what I mean? They're just so... Ah, uh, It was great. It was great. And then, you know, then you see the incompetency of government in this film. Right? With Mel Brooks. Obviously... All he's concerned about is is just getting laid. He doesn't care about what he's actually doing or or if he's benefiting anybody. I mean, that's our government today. Right? And then Hedley Lamar, your slimeball politician. Right there. Right in the open. Slimeball politician. Right? The only character who really gets... Any real form of redemption Is uh Is Mongo Right Cause you see Mongo He's kinda like You know He was played by Alex Carras. He um Is your character in this film That that gets the redemption Because He sits there And he just says When they tell him You know Mongo you're free to go and Like no Mongo no go You know because you the only one ever beat Mongo. It's like the sign of respect that Mongo shows. Like, Mongo's like, shit, man, you're better than me. Like, cool. Like, no, I want to hang out with you. You know what I mean? Like, Mongo's kind of that guy who just, you know, he's your typical uh He's your typical soldier at first, right? Who's just Hey, I'm just doing what they tell me to do. I'm just doing what they tell me to do, and then when he when he finally meets his match, he's willing to admit it, right from the start. Willing to admit, man, you kicked my ass, dude. Like straight up, like you're the you're the man, and that's it. So I loved it. You know, Mongo was great. Uh, like I said, Madeline Kahn, awesome. Burton Gillum is Lyle. Uh, pretty good, pretty good. His uh, his man, his character is ignorant as shit. Let me tell you something. You know what I mean? Like sitting there being like, "Come on, what them songs you sing? You gotta sing, come on, man!" Like you know, like just some of his scenes were were a little cringeworthy, but you know, he did a good job. He played his character like it was supposed to. You know, he's uh, he's under Taggart. Which means you know the ignorance just gets dumber and dumber the 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 further down the ladder it goes. and you know, and he shows it. So gotta give him credit. Burton Gillum, great actor, great actor. Everybody in this film was was fantastic. From Liam Dunn as Reverend Johnston, uh, which what I I thought was funny was was everybody in the town was named Johnson. You know, you have your Howard Johnson. Uh, you know, Van Johnson, Reverend Johnson, Olson Johnson, Gabby Johnson, Sam Johnson. I mean, it just goes on and on. Too many Johnsons in one room. You know what I'm saying? So, that could probably be a joke in and of itself, if you really think about it. Uh, but there's so much. There's so much in this movie. Um, obviously, I like when they break the barrier at the that that fourth wall barrier at the end. Not really the fourth wall, necessarily. It's hard to describe. I'm trying to think of the right word, but it's kind of like you're supposed to believe that they're in the Wild West, and then all of a sudden they break out of that, and they, they venture off into into modern times to go right back to the Wild West, that that breaking of the barrier kind of thing. I loved it. Uh, this is probably one of Mel Brooks's greatest movies of all time would probably have to be blazing saddles. I just, you know, I can't think of anything. I mean, besides space balls, which is pretty freaking fantastic too. Love space balls, dude. But uh yeah, Mel Brooks was hitting off on all cylinders in the 70s and 80s, dude. He was he was the man in comedy, you know, and and you know, the the appearance of Dom DeLuise and and how that would work out later on. Fantastic. So, um I definitely suggest you guys check out Blazing Saddles. I watched it on Netflix. That's where it is right now at, at the moment, January 31st, 2024. I have no idea when you listen to this if it's still going to be there. Uh, but definitely do yourself a favor. Check this out. Keep an open mind. But also realize you know what Whoopi Goldberg said was absolutely true, right? It's art. It's supposed to show you that the world's not pretty, right? But at the end of the day, there's always hope that somebody will come and somebody will break the mold. And that's pretty much all I'm going to say. All right. I'm giving the movie an A for a final grade. Check it out for yourself. See you tomorrow.